Welcome to Lipstick Fitties, a beauty podcast. I'm your host, Atlanta makeup artist and content creator, Rachel Rose Mazza. I created this podcast to have unfiltered conversations about all things beauty. We're chilling with my friends and colleagues from all over the world in all different walks of life. This goes way beyond the glossy facade of social media. Sometimes we don't get to know the personalities behind the people who create with their heart and soul. I'm talking to everyone from pro makeup artists to beauty enthusiasts, from influencers to entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. Lipstick Biddies is a community we're building that is truly interactive with you listeners. So if you're someone who wants to learn some shit, get inspired, and have a good-ass time, this podcast is for you. Who are the faces behind the faces? Keep listening to find out. Hello, my little biddies. It is your host, Rachel, here. This is the Lipstick Biddies Podcast, formerly known as the Dirty South Makeup Podcast. If you're a first-time listener, welcome to the family. This is so much more than a podcast. We're a community. Make sure to use hashtag Lipstick Biddies and caption what you love most about this podcast and tag me at Lipstick Biddies for a chance to be posted on our Instagram feed for Feature Fridays. I am so appreciative of you listening into this podcast today and being a part of the Lipstick Biddies community. If you're digging this podcast, there are a few ways that you can help to support. First, when you love an episode or see a post on social that you resonate with, or if you're listening to an episode and want to take a screenshot, please always tag me at Lipstick Biddies and at Rachel Rose Makeup so I can return the favor because we love returning the favor. Sharing on social and recommending this podcast to your friends is always the easiest way to help this community grow. Second, please, please, please rate and review this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Your reviews are incredibly appreciated by me as a small creator who would love to amplify all the voices you see and hear on this show. Those reviews are what helps get visibility for this podcast. I read every single review. You guys are so amazing. I love it. Lastly, you can sign up to be a Lipstick Biddies subscriber on Patreon for only $5 a month. Y'all, that is less than a price of a lipstick. As a patron, you will receive access to a private Lipstick Biddies community Facebook group. This is where we support each other. We ask questions, share advice, promote our work, celebrate our wins, and continue the conversation you hear on this podcast. I'm talking about job leads, assisting opportunities, makeup collection, kit organization advice, content creating tips, you know, all the good shit that you want and you need to succeed. And more than anything, have a sense of belonging and community with a truly supportive group of people. All are welcome in this group, no matter what amount of experience you have or your current line of work. Lipstick Biddies is a fully one-woman show, so your support as a patron will go towards helping this podcast and help me to bring you more frequent and higher quality content in the future. Make sure to check out our Instagram at Lipstick Biddies and at Rachel Rose Makeup. And always slide into my DMs with any feedback, any conversation. I love hearing from you all. So make sure to reach out and reach out to the fellow artists within the Lipstick Biddies community. Everybody is truly, truly supportive. Enjoy the episode and we will see you next week. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This week's episode is so much fun because I have my friend Andra Mae Johnson on the podcast today. You can find her on Instagram at A-N-D-R-A-M-A-E-K-U-P. 
I think that's how you spell it. <laughs> you can find her when I tag her, basically. She's a really talented artist and makeup artist in New York City. So I've had her on a couple episodes already. And so if you want a deep dive into who Andra is and more about her artistic process, definitely go back and listen to our first episode together. So this is actually our third. And I wanted to have her on because she shares a passion for a show called Glow Up, which I love. I love, but I also have some thoughts on. Just to have fun and talk about the show from a pro makeup artist perspective, kind of things that we noticed that we liked, were inspired by, but also things that weren't really realistic in a pro artistry setting, whether it was a job that they were doing or just the skill that they were executing. So we're giving our opinions all around and just what we like in these makeup shows and kind of like what we would want to see next from a makeup competition show. Because I am a complete sucker for reality TV. I don't know about you guys, but I'm obsessed with reality TV. And yeah, let us know your thoughts about this show, Glow Up, on Netflix. And who knows, maybe we'll have a season three little mini series. So we'll see what happens in the future. But check out Glow Up, um, especially if you're looking for something that's easy to binge watch. No matter if you're a makeup enthusiast or a pro, it is super entertaining, super inspiring, and love to hear your thoughts on this as well. So enjoy the episode, and I will see you next week with a super fun episode and very, 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 very exciting, exciting announcement. And you guys are going to hear it first next week. Same time, same damn channel. So make sure to be subscribed so that you don't miss out on that. And you will be the first to know about my special announcement. Yeah. Enjoy the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to my podcast. This is Rachel. And I have a guest today who is kind of be like, I feel like we're going to be kind of like co-pilots in this one, less of an interview. My friend, Andra Mae Johnson. We Hi guys. Welcome back, Andra. It's a third time. Third time's I, a charm, yeah, baby. Third time's a charm, right? I feel like, I feel like I've done a bunch of like episodes where I've been doing interviews, but sometimes I just want to like sit and talk about makeup and like sit and talk about like random topics within the beauty community. And have like a pro like have like a pro to like talk to me with so I was like Andra Andra has to be that pro we would do this in our downtime anyway so might as well record it (laughs) exactly exactly so yeah we were just talking about we were just talking about you know brand deals and things like that I mean if you guys saw my Tata towel video it's a very niche the Tata towel you said that you can't use it can you use it no I would love one yeah (laughs) I think my I think my bitties are big enough. They have to be they have to be bigger than like they basically have to have some sort of like fold. Yeah. So I think long- I got it covered. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, because if they have because the way the Tata towel is supposed to work is because it's supposed to like eliminate under boob sweat. Mm-hmm. So it's like more comfortable. I walk around naked all the time in my apartment. <laughs> now I live on the ground floor, which is becoming a problem real fast. Because <laughs> they like, get those curtains. I don't even want, cur- but I like the windows open and like letting like free the free the nipple. But they're doing a lot of like construction work around here, and there's lots of people that walk by my. Yeah, it's 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 giving them a, a peep show, keeping them exactly. going. 
But anyways, so the Tata Towel, and I'm not sponsored for this, by the way, um, but you can sponsor us, Tata Towel. Um, <laughs> hit me up. So basically, yeah, it's like a little towel that literally like goes around your neck and it it doesn't give you much support, but it's like super comfortable. So like after the shower, when you're like a little wet or like if you're just lounging around and you don't want to wear a bra, but you want to feel a little bit of support, it's like chef's kiss. Game changer. Yeah. I love it. It was on Shark Tank. Do you watch Shark Tank? No. Oh my gosh. I don't. I've bought so much stuff from Shark Tank. I also brought (laughs) lots of it having to do with titties. I bought like a bra off there. (laughs) It was like a very, very intense sports bra called she fit and it had all these like velcros and it was like strapping myself into like a seatbelt. did it work yeah but it was like not very comfortable I'm all about the comfort see I started working out again and I literally have to hold hold my biddies so that they don't go everywhere there's a few different like UK brands and they're sports bras but they do have oh I'm wearing I'm wearing one here I'll flash you (laughs) yes (laughs) so it's like sports bra but it does have underwire but it still yeah. feels supportive so See, I um, need one of those yeah yeah I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up anyways so back to the whole titties aside <laughs> and now we went off a tangent about titties um <laughs> so we I did want to talk about something relating related to beauty so I've mentioned this before on the podcast I've been wanting to do an episode for the podcast about the show glow up on Netflix which I believe originally aired. Yeah, it's a BBC show. It said it's a Netflix original in association with BBC. Got it. Got it. So it's on its second series and it popped back in my head because I was seeing some press for it because it's coming out with the third season. So it popped back into my head recently and I have... I have a lot of thoughts about this and <laughs> thankfully Andra has watched also it as well. Has a lot of thoughts. You have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts. It's just interesting because it's like all of these like competition makeup shows, you know, that they're supposed to be like doing it for entertainment, but at a certain point, it's like, you're also showing the audience like unrealistic shit, right? Yeah. It's really entertaining. It's really entertaining. I do love the show before we even get into it. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I do. I love Val Garland. Yeah. Ding Ding dong. Dong. <laughs> My husband hates that. He, he's literally like, is that the, the TikTok lady? Because he saw he thought it was t- like TikTok, but it's ding dong. <laughs> and he's like, I hate that. <laughs> yeah. You know what it reminds me of? Even that song, oh, you touched my tra-la-la. Yep. <laughs> Ding-ding-dong. <laughs> it's such a strange, like, catchphrase. I'm like, where did she get that? <laughs> but you know what? It is a catchphrase, and I'm, I'll am i be damned if I don't have a catchphrase for this fucking podcast in the I'm next telling you, weeks. it won't be ding-dong, honey. It won't. It- so, okay, so the show blew up. So I just did, like, I had a lot of thoughts about it. And I asked Andra if she wanted to do this episode with me and I definitely needed to do a refresher. So we're, we're going to kind of like cover um, a little bit like of an overview of the first couple episodes of season two, right? We watched season two. Also, I don't want to be responsible for spoiling anyone's experience. So can we just give a spoiler alert just in case? (laughs) Spoiler alert if you want to, for season two of Glow Up, but I mean, it's been out for a while, guys. Get on your shit. Go watch it. 
maybe I'll maybe I'll let people know in advance and be like watch it so you can like play along with if you don't know glow up basically like I said it's a show for BBC that they it's a Netflix original show like Andrew said and the premise of it is they have I don't know 10 makeup art 10 MUAs they actually they actually do say aspiring MUAs do they okay do they do but not often okay it is made clear as you watch it that it's not a pro makeup artist show Right. So that was my first like qualm with it. Cause like they definitely plucked these people off Instagram. Right. Yeah. And they're, they're pretty young. It's like, yeah, I think from like 20 years old to like 27 is like the oldest, (laughs) I would be this person. I would be too old. I would be too old for it. Yeah. So it's definitely like an aspiring makeup artist show. There's definitely like Instagram and YouTuber vibes throughout the whole thing, which I was actually the one of the first things I wrote down because you know I took notes <laughs> is I'm interested to see if future seasons will change with the times because there's been all of these TikToks and it's like a trend where they talk about 2019 or 2018 versus 2021 mm-hmm. and how Instagram's changing. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they're going to catch on to that. And I wonder if the show is going to become more like pro MUA focus. focus. Yeah. I mean, I think that one of the new hosts is like one of the top TikTok makeup creators. So So, (laughs) uh, yeah, uh, I think you're, yeah. So I think that's hopeful, (laughs) but it's also a little bit different. I don't know. So that makes sense. Like you said, like they're aspiring makeup artists, which would mean, yeah, they would probably have to pull from like a younger pool. Right. I mean, there's the thing is I started my makeup career at like 27, 28, Mm -hmm. 28. So I feel like I was still, I don't know. I just feel like they're looking for like a certain vibe, like any other reality show, they're like looking to fill certain, check certain boxes for people because they want like entertaining people for sure. Yeah. I I was actually thinking about this too. I was like, I love this show. It's so entertaining, but it gives like, it's like a caricature of yes. the makeup industry. There are some things that are true in some of the challenges. And then some things it's just like, uh, like that ain't it. Mm-hmm. Let's <laughs> that ain't yeah. it. Yeah, we're going to get into that. So basically every episode, they're given like a main challenge that all of them do. And then the two bottom people basically are like up possibly up for elimination then they do a second challenge and then the two people if they that were up for elimination if they do better they won't be up for elimination they choose the worst out of that second challenge to actually go into this elimination challenge which is like a five minute skill drill challenge and then they eliminate people that way and then the the winner of the whole competition what do they even fucking get oh they get an um, apprenticeship right yeah they get to assist the top artists in the industry that's so big that means. <laughs> but <laughs> so let's start with the first episode the first episode the first challenge is an ad campaign. So Andrew, have you worked have you worked any sort of ad campaigns or like mock styled shoots that are kind of like this? Uh, I've assisted on one. Okay. So on a scale of 1 to 10, how accurate do you think that like the brief was and the like the whole challenge as like a whole? I mean, you know, it's a sports brand and they're doing it was it the holiday collection or is that the second one? It was the sport. So basically it was a sports brand. They gave them a brief and they split them up into two teams. 
one team had to do pops of silver. The other team had to do pops of gold in within yeah. their makeup. So I thought it was a good challenge. I feel mm-hmm. like it was pretty accurate. They were pretty clear in what they wanted. They were like skin focus, right. pop of this, mm-hmm. like this is the brand. And <laughs> I feel like for, for any pro that like, <laughs> we're like, got it. <laughs> God, for any pro that like has done something like this before, like, you know, to do your research on the brand and no, there's not that much time. I I don't know how much time there is between filming, but it was pretty clear on what they wanted. And like, if I had gotten that brief, I'd be like, okay, cool. Skin's the main focus and we need Mm -hmm. this pop of something. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the people that they chose aren't out in the real world working. And so I didn't pick up or don't have didn't have enough experience to like pick up what they needed to do mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was kind of silly <laughs> yeah, it was really like the main thing for me first of all they gave these people an hour and a half yeah. to do <laughs> one model each person had one model and each person had an hour and a half this is my biggest qualm with the whole show is how much fucking time they give these people and how the makeup turns out and how a lot of them still can't finish the makeup. When have you ever, like, if it's like a paid client, like, I feel like you have to do that makeup in 30 minutes, 45. Yeah. 45 to an hour is pretty standard. Yeah. I mean, even like shorter, I feel like sometimes an hour and a half to do like, (laughs) to do like an, like a skin, like skin focus. Like most people should, I wouldn't even, if I was doing that, I probably would just do like Mac face and body, a wash of color. Like, you know, just, I I, I mean, I don't, I don't have to tell you guys because most of you guys that listen are pro makeup artists, but if you're like a makeup enthusiast and you're listening, because I do know some of you are also not pro makeup artists. When they say skin focus, they really just want it to look like skin. They don't want it to look like they're wearing makeup. So you pretty much go in and just spot conceal and make sure everything's nice and matte. Um, Maybe define their contours, just like a slight definition to not, so that they're not blown out by the lights, but you're not putting mascara on them. You're not doing this and that. However, they did ask them to put a pop of gold or pop of silver. So what would you have done, you think, with the silver or the gold? Well, first of all, I think the silver team just like got the disadvantage because that was a lot harder than to do gold. I feel like gold just automatically looks better on just about everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I probably would have done something like Bernie did. Mm-hmm. The, the guy who won it, he just did like this pop of gold on the outside. It was pretty. It was pretty. Yeah. Something like that, or just like even a wash across the whole lid. Lid. Yeah. But one thing I will say about the show, it does make me feel inspired. I don't know about you, but like I sit yeah. there yeah. and like, I'm like, what would I have done? Or like for the challenges, they ask, I mean, not deep questions, but they ask you to bring in like inspiration for your your biggest icon or they ask right. you, what does beauty mean to you? And I remember when I watched it the first time, I sat back and I was like, huh what does beauty mean to me? I don't know. (laughs) And they like definitely brought in like poster boards from home. It almost reminds me of like drag race where they probably brought in some stuff. They probably knew about certain things, but they didn't know about other things. But going back to this original challenge, okay. It doesn't matter if it's like a pop of yellow. They literally gave you instructions and these people, one person put fucking blue eyebrows (laughs) on their model. (laughs) And another person was like, yeah, I thought that bright pink would go with silver. So I wanted to do pink lips. 
and they're just like, <laughs> um, <laughs> silver teeth. Yeah, it was a bit silly. <laughs> Can't follow directions. It's the most important thing. I think that probably because it was the first challenge, I feel like they were all trying to like do something to make themselves st- stand out. Right. It's also a competition show, though. So I bet it's confusing going in and being like, what do the judges want to see from me? Like, you know, and not everyone, at least when I first started, I feel like something I've learned as I've kind of gotten more experience is to be more direct. When someone is asking me of something, I'm like, okay, what exactly is it that they're looking for and narrowing it down and not trying to do too much? Mm -hmm. Because it's very easy to do when you want to like prove yourself and show off and like all that kind of stuff so right yeah (laughs) there's a part of me that was like oh like it's kind of endearing (laughs) yeah it's 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 hard I guess you know they're they're young too the silver team lost because they didn't follow directions pretty much everybody on that team didn't follow directions but one thing that I noticed from the very first episode was hygiene Mm, did you notice that from what it looked like there was a lot of double dipping Right. There was people going into the palettes with their brush and right on the model's face. And I mean, obviously we know that's a no-no, but I do know, I can't remember, and maybe you know, there was someone, there's someone that like, I know, not like closely, but that was in like a makeup challenge show that like never made it to air or something like that. And they were saying, and I can't, I can't remember who this is. I'm gonna have to figure it out. But they were saying that in that situation, they weren't even allowed to bring their brushes. They weren't allowed to bring their kits. And so Mm -hmm. hygiene was like really hard. So I'm wondering if it was like that for them. Like if they, you know what I mean? Didn't give them all the stuff that they needed to be hygienic. Well, I was wondering too, because I saw like, I think it was in the fashion week one or something they had like a table full of products to work from but I wonder if they actually got to bring their own personal collection of stuff I because can you imagine can you imagine doing one of those fucking like 10 minute skill challenges and not having your tools you're used to working with it's It's just like setting you up for failure it's hard but you also have to be versatile I feel like as long as I have a makeup forever flash palette I can literally do anything with that and like make it, make it work. If they're giving you like shit products, it's going to be really hard for you. Yeah. So the second challenge, I can't remember what the second challenge. Oh, Oh, the second challenge they did makeup on themselves. Yeah. It was like, tell us something about yourself through this look. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, most of the people did really nice makeup, but they had to do it on themselves. And some people just didn't like open up or share anything really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that was a problem. Yeah. I mean, well, it's a reality TV show. They have to like get like some. They want to crack you open. Exactly. Exactly. Then they choose the two that are the bottom. They did the first face off challenge was the ombre lip. Yeah. And the way that they do these face off challenges is they do them on twins. Or- yeah, I think that's pretty cringy. Right? I'm like, even though they're twins, their faces are <laughs> different. And also, I hated, I wrote this down because I was like, Val Garland with that magnifying glass. I, oh, that's just I'm for like, TV, though. Like, <laughs> everything's going to look like shit under that. 
that's totally for TV, but yeah, like she like looks at it and it's, it's funny. It's, I, so I, I, I find it really entertaining though. <laughs> um, I would have loved if she had those, like the magnifying ones, like kind of like how doctors do, like surgeons do those would have been, yeah. that's what she needs to step up to. <laughs> but yeah, like you were saying, like twins are never the same. One twin could have more like acne prone skin just because you're twins. Doesn't mean that you have the same eating habits that you live in the same area and maybe have different sun damage to your skin. Skin. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? like one of those things where it's like, is it really necessary? <laughs> like for the show, that's probably a lot more difficult to find sets of twins that will come back. And then like the skills that they're choosing, like ombre lip to me is not like a skill that I ever, ever need. Yeah. I think like a really cool skill drill would have been make their own color match them using primary colors, make their own foundation in five minutes. Yeah that or what like do you think those people could do that or have ever done that no but that but this is the point like what do we what are we trying to see I don't I don't know I this is what I don't understand like who I don't understand who is the winner because they're not the best makeup artist this is just like the most creative person yeah they had the freckles challenge yes yes and that kind of like fucked me up a little bit because I was like I don't think I've <laughs> I, I would like die if I was on a competition show and they wanted me to do freckles because I don't do fake freckles on myself. I mean, I'm sure I could figure it out, but I have never done fake freckles just being transparent. Well, that means that you're not a makeup artist. That would have been terrifying. Because you've never done it. You don't know if you don't know how to do freckles. You just... God. Well, now I do because of glow up. Thank you, glow up. Right. And it was <laughs> it's trending stuff. So it's like, I guess they would know how to do it. Something really cool that they could have done would be like corrective makeup for yeah, twins. Yeah, but that's also like, but that's also like catered to the pro, Ugh. and that's not who they're catering to. So they want something that's. I guess I don't get the like overall message of the show. That's like what I'm you saying. were saying. What yeah, is, yeah. What is the point? It's like really, <laughs> it's it's like really entertaining, but it also just gives the makeup industry like a really weird impression for people who don't don't know, know what anything it, about it okay so I I feel like one of the tv shows that made me want to become a makeup artist especially do special effects was face off yeah what what was the um the body painting one that one was really good too um sk- like something skin right yeah I really really liked that one like those ones to me were actually challenged because it was the pro makeup artist and then they gave them like less time to do things. That's why I'm like, how are you guys fucking it up? And you have like double the <laughs> amount of time that anybody normally would, you know what I mean? So like, I loved watching Face Off because it was just from start to finish to see that process of molding and applying the makeup and then painting character development, everything that went into that. Mm-hmm. It was so cool to me and to see people that have been doing it for like years and years and years like Roy Woolley who I think he was a runner up and he went on to do one of the all-stars one he actually is a makeup artist here in Atlanta and I remember going to see him they have something called goo con here <laughs> which is at the engineer guy which if you live in Atlanta that's makeup supply store specifically for special effects so it has all of that stuff to do like making prosthetics and like shops and stuff like that so mm-hmm. and then they have cryo they have a cryo encounter there too it's kind of interesting but so the engineer guy has goo con and he did like his he did a demo there and every, it was like standing room only everybody's like so excited to see him i think we're what we're just saying is that we want a pro version give us a makeup competition 
competition show that's pro going from challenge to challenge they're asking such different things it would be hard for any makeup artist to go into that competition show and do well every single challenge because they're asking you to do like an ad campaign for editorial makeup and then the next challenge are asking you to do fashion week and then they're asking you to do theatrical and it's like different scales of makeup and I feel like you have to be a pro to really understand those things. And I want to, I just want to see real competition. You know what I mean? Real competition, the, the amateur, amateur hour here. Uh, this, the second show, like you were mentioning was like, a, it was a fashion show challenge. And it was kind of, it was the same thing with the time, like bothered the fuck no out of me. No one gives you an hour to do fashion. It was two hours. They gave them two hours, Andra. <laughs> and they were no. like you yes they were like you have two hours we will we'll give you a model and if you're finished we'll you know <laughs> we're gonna give you as many models as you could finish in the two hours I thought like the part where they were all like the part that they were all in the beginning of that challenge like waiting for their models to come in that's very accurate because they usually like come in like one by one and like you fight to grab them. <laughs> Mm-hmm. them or like flag them down or get their attention like sit with me bitch you've worked fashion uh, you've worked new york fashion week mm-hmm. how many seasons mm, two or three two seasons back to back that were like bigger shows and then i did a few seasons that were just like small crappy like <laughs> you vol- yeah. you show up and volunteer i mean most of the time you show up and volunteer but yeah i did patricia field show and i did one at spring studios for he makes the the suits for michelle obama and stuff Ooh, ooh, cool sergio hudson that's oh what cool I did too that's awesome so some of the things were like accurate about that challenge except for the time this is what didn't make sense because some people had two models for some reason there was one guy didn't have a model they were giving other people second models whereas one guy was literally standing around waiting for his first model they needed the drama rachel because i know it is and then all of a sudden he had eight minutes he did have eight minutes but that was accurate and then he to me he fucking killed that. The fact that he was able to pull that off in eight minutes. And I feel like they like read him for it. There was one person who had their model for over an hour and they literally like pulled the model out of his chair and they like <laughs> made him like not do any more models. Yeah. I, it's just some of the things are just endearing because you can tell, I don't know, just as the show goes on, there's just more and more things of, okay, like a lot of these people don't know what they're doing. And they even said one of the guys had picked up a makeup brush like nine months ago and it was his first time doing makeup on models. Oh, okay. And then another thing that happened during that episode that bothered the shit out of me was, I think it was the guy that was taking a really long time to do the makeup and and Dominic, who was the key for the show, comes up and he's like, hey, why is this taking you so long? And he's like, well, the model, you know, has acne prone skin. Like right in front of her. I was yeah. like, oh man. So yeah, I thought like some some stuff was accurate. They did try to play up that urgency uh, that is actually there in Fashion Week. But yeah, it was over the top and just... <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> that's, silly. That's my, my overview review. Like it's a caricature over it the is. top. It is a character. One thing I hated, oh my gosh, when they would photograph the model of the look that they did, Mm -hmm. they used fucking like HD camera. And so you could see every single flaw. Even on like a really good looking makeup, it was Mm -hmm. like, whoa. They blew it up on like a big screen TV. (laughs) It killed me. 
killed me. I was like this poor girl who did a prosthetic eyebrow. Like it looks good from afar. But then you look at the HD photo and it's just love. And then it makes me wonder, yes, all these people are super fucking talented and like artistic. And I liked a lot of their artwork, but it was like, are you really choosing... (laughs) are you really choosing like the best 10 people you know no they are not choosing the best 10 people that you could find I would love to like go incognito and forge my birth certificate say that I'm like 19 (laughs) say that like I don't like be like make like a fake you know Instagram account and just do like be like oh like I'm waiting for them to do like glow up America I'm like, let's go, baby. Let's do it. Let's do it. But I wonder if they would even pick people with small followings. I don't know what people's followings were like before the show. You can edit the shit out of your photos in my own room on myself that like maybe wasn't the best. And like I photographed it a certain way. So it Mm -hmm. looks fierce and Mm -hmm. like edited it a certain way. So it's fierce. But if they did just choose people straight off of Instagram, maybe it shows yeah, if like part of their interview wasn't like an in-person makeup application if they were just going yeah. off Instagram. Yeah, well, that's probably, but that's probably why they do those pictures on HD. Yeah, to show you the real tea. But <laughs> <laughs> like the world's not ready for the real tea. I was oh like, my no. God. I was like, don't do that to them. <laughs> yeah, they did them dirty. They did them dirty. And like, I was like, fuck. Overall, overall, though, I will say, okay, I remember watching an episode, I think it was in that season, it was a later episode, where they did those bathtub shoots. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's like what inspired me to start doing like wet makeup, like in the pool and like do a couple, I did a couple shoots with water that like inspired me to do that. Yeah, I mean, it's an inspiring show, for sure. It's got its flaws, but at the end of the day, I did love it. I did binge it. And I'm gonna binge season three. One more thing I wanted to talk about. So I feel like you and I both are kind of being brought up as makeup artists in this like the makeup show world that's super like nurturing and educational and specifically for Mm -hmm. pros and people Mm -hmm. who are really serious about their technique and all that kind of stuff. And so this this show highlighted kind of what I consider what I consider like the old school makeup industry. So like the way that the judges responded and almost like the way the judges like made fun of people while they were applying makeup. I hated that. And like the attitude of some of the critiques, I was like, this just feels really icky. I have heard stories from, you know, makeup artists and mentors that I look up Mm -hmm. to now who want to change the industry, like the horror stories of what the makeup industry has been. Right. I guess I'm just saying like, we've had a really good and we're coming up under people who really want to change the industry. They weren't giving constructive criticism a lot of times, like they would just hate on what they did without there being a reason. And I know it's like a competition show, but like it's, it's TV. It wasn't a nur- it wasn't like a nurturing environment. And and hey, maybe they weren't trying to do that, but I just really like <laughs> how I've been mentored in this industry. And there are certain times where I literally wrote this quote down. They'd be like, "It's not good enough. It's not good enough." And I'm uh. like, fuck you for saying that like no one wants to hear that whether they respect you or not to tell someone their work's not good enough or that they're not trying hard enough it just ain't it anymore yeah it's not it well it's 
my sister went to art school and it reminds me of how she described critiques as Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've heard of that, but like basically they bring up their piece and the whole class does that yeah. and they'll just be like ripping into it. It's almost like the attitude of almost like hazing and like a rite of passage sometimes, that no. but that's, but that's kind of what that feels like to me. Like you have to develop a thick skin on the other side of things. Sometimes like you need to hear blunt feedback because people aren't always going to be super nice and you need to be able to handle that if you have a client that's not going to be coddling you. So it's better to hear it from your teacher or someone like a mentor that you respect than like on a job for the very first time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. But (laughs) I guess I've just been spoiled. I think so too. (laughs) I don't like the, I don't like the mean approach. I mean, I get it. I get that. It's like how people learned for so long, but I think times are changing and I'm just like, I don't know. There's another way. There's another way. We don't have to be assholes. I feel like I'm going to disagree with you. I feel like there's like a middle of the road. Like I, I feel like you need both. I feel like you, you need both. But like, do you actually need someone to tell you to your face? You're not good enough. No, I tell myself that shit every day. (laughs) I don't need that shit. I don't need it. I'm my own worst critic. So like, that that ain't it for me. (laughs) I guess that like that comment would probably rub me the wrong way. But like, I mean, someone being like, this looks awful. Their skin looks terrible. You need to do better. That kind of stuff. Yeah, but also like, tell me what, make it a teachable moment. Don't just shit on me. You know what I mean? (laughs) Don't just shit on me. Some people like that. (laughs) And who who are we to judge? (laughs) Who am I to tell anyone anything, honestly? What I was going to ask you is if you were to do like a makeup, kind of like makeup competition show, how would you like, like judge? Like what kind of challenges would you have? Have you thought about something like that? No, I did not think about that at all. For me, I feel like the idea of those like pro focus challenges, I could get behind doing the color matching. You know what I mean? I think this would be so cool. Like each week doing like a different skill, color theory, Mm -hmm. you know, corrective makeup, contouring, or real life situations that are actually more real life. Yeah. I would love to be on one of these shows. If you're listening, Andra's there to cast. <laughs> yeah. I When I saw the first season, I was like, damn, I would kill it on the show. <laughs> but I think right now it's just people from the UK. Hello, glow up America. Where are you at? It's going to happen. That would be popular enough that people would want to do it. I would love, I would also find it really entertaining if they had like, do you watch the show Chopped? (laughs) They have Chopped Juniors. Oh yeah. And they have like children on it. I would love, they they did the same thing with the children that do their makeup like adults do. There's some like kids that can, that are like seven that do their makeup. Yeah. I mean, there are kids out there that are killing it by like age 14. I'm like, yo. I didn't even wear makeup at 14. Well, look at you now. Look at you now. You've had, shall we say, a glow up? Ah! (laughs) She did not. (laughs) We got to get back on track somehow. (laughs) So, Andra, any final thoughts? Should we do, maybe we should do a would you rather. I feel like I need to do a would you rather. (laughs) Would you rather do the freckles challenge? Mm -hmm. Or the ombre lip challenge. The freckles. 
that's easy. What would what would you rather do? Well, I guess now freckles because I know how I do it. But at the time of watching, I probably would have said ombre lit because I don't know. Freckles scare me. You had to just practice them. Like even just like, it's just like stippling. Like with what he was doing with the foolie, it's super easy. It's super easy. I do it with, I do it with the colorful paint all over my face willy nilly. But when it comes mm-hmm. to it brown and like strategically placed, I don't know. I think, I think you could do it. When I see you, we'll, we'll practice. We'll do a little skill drill in your, in your apartment. What do you think would stress you out more? Would you rather be the person who got the last model and had eight minutes to do his makeup or be the person working on their one model for two hours, doing a fucked up job and getting all that like fucked up feedback the whole time? (laughs) Give me the eight minutes, honey. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I would do too, for sure. It doesn't help when you like know, like at least when I was younger, I knew I was fucking up, but still tried to truck through. And then if someone was commenting on it, forget it. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard when you get critiques. Like I said, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. We've all had a glow up, honey. We've all had a glow up. (laughs) Definitely check out Glow Up on Netflix if you haven't already. It's pretty entertaining and it's really short seasons. They have two seasons up and definitely like Watch out for when they do season three. Final thoughts. Loved it. Entertained by it. Inspired by it. You know, we just had a little critique ourselves. You can always find something to change. It was a great show and I will be watching season three. <laughs> Ding dong. Ding dong. <laughs> oh my God. Ding okay. dong. <laughs>